What's happening with it? It's your boy Crim Della Crim, and I'm rocking with Point Proven. Uh huh. Yay! Right. <coughs> so what were you saying, bro? But no, uh, what was I saying? Uh, shit is in bounds. Oh no, no, I love how he was cooking about mm-hmm. this homie. Yeah, fuck that, cook that nigga. Talk about how he finna die. Talk about <laughs> mom and dad. Hey, talk he about moms and dad, he nigga. Talk about how your moms is getting done dirty by nigga. But the Adidon secret, I'm just on some player shit. It's like, man, that's just that. That wasn't cool. You win, nigga. You win. I feel yeah. like that's something that that's just, like if you if you were out there and you in that circle, everybody knew that Drake had a kid. I feel like people out there in the industry industry knew that Drake had a kid, but they didn't want to say yeah. shit only because they're like, "Yo, that's him. He gonna do whatever. Figure out, you know, do do it the way he gonna do yeah. it." But yeah. then Pusha is just like, you know what? Fuck you know, that. no hold, no holds bar. I'm gonna go ahead and just give it to you. See, I'm like all the with information. that, with that, like you have to be strategic with Drake. You can't just you can't just think that you about to bar Drake and then you know his career like yeah. like it's gonna be ended after that. Nah, Drake is very. Strategic. Joe Budden tried that shit. Joe exactly. Budden tried to bar exactly. and it exactly. didn't that's work. A problem so exactly. that's a problem. So how do you how do you how do you get the how do you get the you gotta fuck boy? with you how gotta you, fuck with his pockets. How do you get the prize possession? How do you get the forward? All right, so think about it like this. You talk about enough, people you care about. True enough, he exposed the fact that this nigga has a child that we know nothing about. True enough, it was funny as shit at the time. But like after you think about it, there ain't nothing wrong with that. There ain't nothing wrong with that. If I'm Drake, I don't want everybody yeah. knowing who my kids is right. and all that yeah. other good stuff. But what Pusha did is he fucked up his Adidas situation. Yeah. No, here's the thing. That's, hey, now that we, that's what and you know Adidas most. called Kanye like, what the fuck hey, is your CEO that, doing? That's what now that we talk, Now that we talking about a real shit, though, uh, uh, Pusha did what he needed to do to put himself on a different level. Pusha, I, well, yeah. mark my words, no matter how much of a legend he is, he's a legend. He's done incredible shit. He's about to be bigger than he's ever been yeah. in his whole career. This yeah. is about to be his year. Yeah. So yeah. how long? How long? How long you been? Over twenty plus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Over twenty. This is about to be his year because of that. So that's the power move he needed. So like, Facts. and him going so tough at Drake to where Drake's on people, Jay Prince on these motherfuckers saying don't even respond. You just pulled a Tupac. Drake had to come yeah. out with a statement about that blackface shit. When yeah, have no, you, you ever heard Drake had to you, explain bro, you anything? Explain That's it. the only thing no, that he has to explain. Thing. Here's bro. another thing. All right, that the Adidas shit was funny and fucked up and all yeah, that and won it. But without the blackface pick, I don't think the the diss song yeah, resonates as much. Facts. Because Facts. I, this when I see the blackface, I immediately we all we all like Drake. Hey, it's when we listening now, we tuned in. Without that blackface, if he just has some Drake album cover with a ring that said "motherfucking" at story of added on or something, mm-hmm. it's cool. All right, bet. But you won it with the blackface. But face. this is how cool. he won too, though. This is how he won too. Anytime you look up, so Drake has a Adidas branch or whatever called added on, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dedicated to his son. Anytime you get on Google and search added on, what's gonna pop Push up? Blackface. Blackface. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> you dirty. ruined your future business. He ruined that whole thing, bro. He right. ruined that whole situation for him, dog. And that's what hurt the most. And that's why that's that's more than likely why Jay Prince had to step in. He's like, he's like, nah. Another shit. about to mess up. Jay right, Prince Mike. said he got phone calls too, though, and text messages. And he was like, that's when that like he was like, nope, it's gonna go somewhere. It don't need to go. Yeah. See, I no, because it, it, the thing about it is, I mean, this shit is it, for the lights and the camera. Same with the battle rap. We was just talking about battle rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's facts. all fun and funny and shit. 
you know, and then a motherfucker might know, oh, Krim has a daughter. Okay, you can slide in, little daughter joke. That's fine. I'm going to be the bigger man. But then, like, there's also this level of respect. So, like, if you really do research on my daughter and you really, like, talking about my daughter like that. Like, you named her, you, her school, school or some shit or, or like, like, you talking about the gap in her teeth or, like, whatever. I mean, you... you you taking it overboard with your research. Mm-hmm. Like, you just do it. That, that just proves you ain't got bars. You just need to use these facts. It's going, oh, the, 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 you all reach. factor. You're you know, need you to reach. reach it. Yeah. So at that point, man, it, it's further than rap. Nigga, fuck you. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Straight up. And so, I mean. Do you think it's further than rap in a situation right now? Push is trying to, he, he, he took it there. That's what I'm saying. If Drake would, Drake, this, that's why. <clears throat> Yo, I just watched this shit with Diddy, and Diddy was talking about when Tupac dropped him up. Did you see that mm-hmm. interview? Yo, I yeah, see, yeah, yeah, I just seen it. And Diddy's talking about, he's like, yeah, when, when Tupac dropped hit him up, you know, that hurt. Still to this day, it hurt. You know, I mean, that's mm-hmm. a record that hurt that because Tupac took it to another level. Yeah. You know what I mean? He talking about fucking niggas, bitches. They said, they said uh, everybody was basically, was at the point, they was like, Pac gotta die. Yeah, and so, no, uh, uh, Diddy was saying in the interview that Biggie had a diss track and he talked no you ain't dropping it we done we can't go any further so so you know everyone mad at Drake but shit <coughs> Biggie Biggie OG's had him do the same thing yeah. and his OG on the mic telling yeah. I'm the IJ Prince this situation yeah so I mean sometimes you just got to man you gotta J Prince said something too he's like you can't let a moment ruin a movement mm-hmm. and that's deep Right now, we all in the moment of this fucking, yeah. the added on and the duppy and the all the little slick shit. But we. Drake's an investment. Jay Prince invested in Drake. Yeah. A lot of money. And he said, You got me Drake. fucked up if you gonna fuck my investment up. Exactly. You know, Drake on top of the world. Here's the thing. Before all this, and then maybe even after all this, like, I'm not gonna lie. I was I was a low key Drake hater back in the day because yeah. I was like, he's soft. But then I, it was only because I wasn't giving this music. Real opportunity. When I actually listen to these niggas' albums, yo, he the go, bro. I know, I know. Yeah. That's crazy to say, but bro, he the go. When did you start to take Drake seriously? Like about three or four years ago. Yeah, that's when I stopped really paying attention. And, and to I think the reason I started taking him more seriously because like he's so he can do so much shit, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, we just we just on the podcast. We talk, so I'm just no, we just gonna keep going. Let's go with with Drake and the Ghost Rider situation, bro. Like talk, all right? Look, man, like I think a lot of motherfuckers. So okay, okay. First of all, if we're gonna address, if, if we're gonna address, let's take if, it there. If open we, it, open it. Gonna address, <laughs> talk okay, that shit. If we're gonna address the the Quentin Miller situation off tops, that is an actual Ghost Rider situation. Like yeah. this nigga got a whole beat. And he's sending Drake a whole complete verse hook idea of a song. So the niggas and then and then and then you might t- change a word or two in there, yeah. whatever. But yeah, and so he took that boom and became a hit. And see, really, Quentin Miller fucked his money up because the best ghostwriter is a ghost. And like, nigga, your favorite artist, most of them, let's say some old school niggas, like you know, whoever. I mean, they probably had some shit written for him. Or ideas, man. These motherfucking ghostwriters be in these studios with major labels, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And they ain't, it ain't just writing no more. Niggas don't write. We just throw our ideas. It's the vibe. These motherfucking ghostwriters be in there for the vibe. So the Quentin Millers and all these motherfuckers, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you're doing your job right, you get paid by major labels to be in the studio since you creative and throw off ideas. Did you, you hear know that Drake uh, wrote uh, Yikes? Yeah, uh, that's what I'm getting. Yeah, that's what I was getting to. 
they talking about Drake and his ghostwriting shit. This nigga ghostwriting. I mean, ghostwriting for, for your man for for Yay Yeezy. It's the industry. And he it's, said in his diss, Drake said <laughs> in his diss that he's had to do things for Yay that he didn't think like he never you know, had, had, had to, to do. Drake Drake yeah. ghost wrote the hook on man. his brand new album, but on the last one he did two songs. That's what he's talking about yeah. on uh, uh, Life of Pablo. Stretch my hands and thirty he hours. Basically, yeah. He basically is just like yo. The fact that your creativity isn't there and I have to write for you hurts me. And I think now I've just come to a place where Kanye is like, all right, like I can finally accept that this nigga does have a lot of ghost writers. Kanye has a lot of ghost producers. Kanye's pushing that puff, that puff. Check, yo, check this out. Check this out. A lot of niggas don't know this. Music. Well, Dr. Dr. Dre? Yeah. Doesn't write all this shit. Bro. Barely wrote anything. The, Dr. Dre's most famous song, okay, still DRE. Mm-hmm. You know who wrote that? Hove. Hove. The man. legend. Hove. We had this Duh. discussion on the podcast. Like after you go back and listen to it after. It sounds like Hove. You, you, you had that knowledge, bro. It has so, blueprint all so over it. Uh, Those writings bro. been part of a, not only hip hop, but music I heard, since uh, the beginning of music. Snoop Dogg had an interview and he uh, talked about that shit. Mm. How uh, basically Hove like, sat there and freestyled the whole thing. It was just like it was just a whole vibe. He was like, just, you know, what I'm saying. As soon as I heard, yeah. dun, 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 yeah. dun, 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 shout out Storage, shout out Scott. I was, I, was, I was just about to say that. Shout out Scott. Just yeah. about to say as that. As soon Scott as he heard that, a lot like, of Dre he stuff, knew right? he knew it was over. But does that affect? Uh, does that affect Dr. Dre's? No, nah, because it was great music, man. Here's the thing, like this is my lookout. This is my outlook on it. Everyone know I got bars. Everyone know anyone that's worked with me or seen me in the studio. Or battled me or anything. There's no ghost I have, out there. I, I have no, I have nothing to prove as far as that goes. Right now, I want hit records. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm in the studio. You know, writing. And I write my own shit. But I would not be opposed for dope Grammy award winning writers to be in the studio with me, bouncing ideas off with me. Mm-hmm. That 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 does not seem bad. And then also they get a small percentage from this hit record that we make. Because they was in the studio bouncing ideas. They might have said one word. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, and we catch ain't that, the, ain't that the studio anyway, though? That's the studio anyway. But see, but technically, if we getting technical with it, that's a ghostwriter because they're in there for a specific reason. And and then when you when you look at the credits, it doesn't just say Brandon Whitley. It say Brandon Whitley and this other motherfucker and this motherfucker because they was all in the studio. Like, even if my manager in the studio, like, once you get into business, this shit is so much different. My manager can be in the studio, and if he throws me an idea, he he become a writer if it's used. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He just threw an idea. He could get a 0.5%. Yeah, he still get but if this, if this song go gold or platinum, he could make 100000 off that point one. You know what I mean? Exactly. 10000 Like, my, my <laughs> entertainment attorney, he manages, uh, he was managing, who was it? I actually, he wasn't even managing this person. The... He, he knew it was Britney Spears' song, uh, I'm Britney, bitch. So, <laughs> you know, you know. That reminds me of Bobby, bitch. I, okay, okay. No, no, I that, tried to look him dead in the face. I want a straight face and just said that shit. Bitch. Well, I'm like, okay, I'm like, yo, that's right. That's right. And then as soon as he laughed, I was like, I'm going to let it hey, No, it's, it's funny. Check it out, though. That I'm Britney, bitch, was some dude in the studio. Right, he was like some extra sound dude. He was just in there, just catching the vibe. He was just helping motherfucking studio. He was n- a nobody, <laughs> and he he was like, "Yo, I think it'd be dope if you was like, it's Britney bitch right here." And they're like, "Oh, that'd be dope." She so go in there do it, credit. bro. He get that. He get royalties for the rest of his life. 
he getting paid for the rest of his life because he got this small little percentage, what maybe a zero point five or two percent of whatever. Like you said, but look how big that song was. Right place at the right time. Huh? That motherfucker quadruple platinum, I think. You know what I mean? So like. That's Britney. It's Britney, bitch. That's, Britney. <laughs> <laughs> right, That's the name of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 niggas was fucked up by that. Like, wait a minute, is this nigga for real? Like, I looked you dead in the eye. He was going. With hey, I had a straight face too with you, motherfucker. He said, "No." Nah, he said, "You know, it's Britney, Britney bitch." You know, it's and Britney, I was like, "This Britney, yeah." Bitch. <laughs> it's like, nigga, I'm yeah. Like, yeah. It's Britney, bitch. <laughs> okay, yeah, so. Shit. I don't know how, how far we are into this shit. We a good 12 minutes in, bro. So, ladies minutes. and gentlemen, uh, this is the episode of Point Proven. <laughs> <laughs> I go by the name of Rello. That's R-E-L-L-O. Man, four times the genius, forerunner.com. Yeah, what's, what's happening with it? It's your boy, Crim Della Crim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, so you know what it is. Grandma Hustle. Yay! Bro. <laughs> My nigga's on it right now. Yeah, hey, you all know who in the building. Okay, <laughs> so, bro, how's everything been going out there in Cali? Man, it's it's amazing, bro. Like, it gotta be lovely, bro. You you know it's crazy because sometimes I feel like I be bullshit when I motherfuckers ask me what's going on. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna be honest and tell them the truth. Motherfuckers be like, yeah, whatever. Like they don't really believe me, man. Like we out here really making power moves, bro. And it's you like, see it. it. It's beautiful, man. Like like I'm really in a winning position, you know, so I just gotta, if I continue right. to play my cards right, bro, it's inevitable, bro, it's already been written, I just can't fuck up, so, <laughs> you know, bro, I love you and Trill's story, oh, bro, it's Trill, beautiful. I'm gonna start it Trill, off, and then guy, I'm gonna man. let you finish, I bet, so, Trill says, he, you and him are having a conversation, and you're like, yo, I'm finna start this shit, it's called Global Hustle, and we finna rock, and he's like, all right, cool. Yep. And you say, I'm finna go out to Cali. And he says, all right, cool. Yep. You go out to Cali, and it's about a year. Yep. What was going on in that year? Shit, a lot of moving around. It's crazy, because I'll just start from the beginning. Like, um, you know, I was doing my shit with Buckhead and shit locally. And then it, it was it's no bad blood. You know, I still fuck with them. They're my brothers and stuff. But it was something that I felt I wasn't number one. And that's cool. I They they taught me so much, bro. Like, becoming a Buckhead, I got my first cotillion shows, I, my I, my first traveling to other state shows. I mean, Boy. they really put me in winning positions and taught me a different way of thinking. But, like, I was... I wasn't the top tier guy. My, all, my, all the focus in the crew wasn't towards me, and as conceited or arrogant as that sound, like I needed it to be all about me. You feel me? That's right. And so, like, you know, we started the label, and like the main point of the label is for right now, it's just about me as an artist. Right. And and I was like, I need Trill as a producer, because Trill, the people gonna like me, and I can go to studios, and some studios gonna be like, this nigga dope, but not everyone gonna like me, but everyone gonna like Trill. Trill, can do. You can take Trill into any studio, country music, R and B, reggae, hip hop, the hood of hood, nigga, and LA. He's thrive. And he, and everyone's gonna be thoroughly impressed. So I knew Trill was like the uh, gatekeeper. You know what I mean? He was the one you needed. He was necessary. A, he, he was necessary. He's, I mean, that, he's one of those that you need somebody like that on the yeah. team. And so we just and uh, another thing I was real dependent on. Uh, 
Facebook, and it wasn't my, it wasn't my, uh, you know, my artist page. It was the personal page. I had the Krim D. Whitley page, and what that was doing for me is like, it made me so accessible, and so I wanted to become like basically. The global hustle was like a reincarnate, like it was like a phoenix from the ashes. Like I was gonna kill off everything and become a brand new artist, right? Y'all was in the garage having a conversation. He said, <laughs> "Real shit." And I was telling Bro's him, this. always in the garage." And so, like, I, I deactivated the Krim D. Whitley page, and what that did is it forced like everyone that wanted to know what the fuck, like my true fans. You know, I moved them to Instagram. Instagram's where it's at. That's where all the money at. You know what I mean? Like, as of right now, Instagram winning. Mm, and that's where all the celebrities Facebook are. Facebook winning, too, because they own Instagram now, right? I mean, they probably winning, like, in the big picture. But I'm just talking about all the celebrities yeah. don't have a Facebook. All that Facebook shit isn't ran by them. Yeah. All these real celebrities is on Instagram. And some Twitter. I don't fuck with Twitter. But, bro, Storch... Uh, uh, I mean, all, all the celebrities I know, they actually run their own Instagrams. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, they gotta, they gotta I, have fun Holy God, that's how I got linked with Holy God. Like, all the celebrities I've gotten linked with. And I was going to ask you, how did you get linked up with Holy God? Yeah, so it was, uh, we, the first time we worked with Scott Storch, it, uh, it was December, I believe. And I had followed him like a month prior. I'd comment on some of his shit. And so I worked with Storch. Storch had posted me on his story on IG. And the next morning, I woke up to Holy God following me. And he sent me a message. Hey, bro, let's work. And so we, we was in L.A. So we said, fuck it. We booked a flight from L.A. to... Actually, no, we we drove from L.A. to the Bay. We, we was leaking with Mr. Fab. And then we went man, for the... We went shout for the, out Mr. Fab. Mr. Fab, man. Fab. Hey, dope air, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> we went from flew from the bay straight to New Orleans and did that skit, the Nug video skit. Oh no shit! Yeah, yeah that went down viral. Yeah, th- that was the first time I met Holy God. We did that, got a million views in twenty four hours on IG. The, uh, Nug drone, the uh, Scott Storch look. No, no, no. It was this it's little a video skin. where I'm like smoking a okay, Nug. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. <clears throat> and so that's how that's how that relationship was built. Okay, but, I remember that photo. I remember seeing that photo. It was this nigga with a nug. Yeah. It was split. Like, it's like, like an actual nug. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is this nigga doing? But, okay. You're originally from Wichita? So, originally, I'm from... Uh, well, I was born in Wichita, but I grew up in Tawanda, Kansas. So, you know, it's okay. country. I grew up in the country. Didn't know about That's rap until the third grade type shit. You cornbread. Cornbread, yeah, fed, you, were, you know what I mean? Seeing cows and shit get born and yeah, shit. Yeah, you was, you was throwing the hay and shit. Yeah, yeah, playing Power Rangers on hay bales and shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, so what was your earlier uh, musical influences? My first rap album I ever got was West Side Connection. Bow mm. Down. That was, that was, wow. That's what introduced wow. me to hip hop. When I come to your town. Hey. hey. Bow Down that went shit. on Westport Power. Yeah, baby. that's that shit. Cause you went out here like you about to have to a nigga, nigga that's, that's greater than, than you. Hey, that's that whole album, shit, right? Yeah, that was yeah, uh, that was my introduction. But uh, oh, and then after that, shit. nigga, I'm about to broke that album. <laughs> <laughs> hey, nigga, that's some real shit. <laughs> the whole shit slapped, bro. For real, it's crazy. Like when I think about it, that's such a classic album to be introduced to hip hop. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's real unique. And so Ice Cube really became someone I like model my flow after. Well, and then see at, and then after that, I mean, my favorite artist, Ludacris. You know what I mean? So, oh, okay. Shit. Yeah, you can okay. hear you can hear a Where lot smoke of smoke at smoke. <laughs> pull yeah. up, nigga. Right. Hey, that's my brother. He's a Luda fan, man. He's a big so, Luda fan. 
between Luda and Ice Cube, you know what I mean? And being from, you know, the Midwest, obviously, Tech 9 and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Got, got a lot of respect. So. Have you, have you ever uh, been in talks possibly to work with Tech 9? Yeah, man, we, uh, it's all about the grind, man. Like, one thing I learned is, you know, everyone base success off who you have a song with. And, I, and that's easy, especially, like, with me. Like, the, if someone from the town pops up with a song with whoever, I'm going to be like, oh, damn, he's doing it. But I'm not I'm not even thinking about, well, does he have his business right? Is he mm-hmm. getting paid off it? Does, if you like does it, this artist own all the song? You know, I don't know the details. And so, you know, some of these motherfuckers really out here just paying fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars $70,000 for a feature. And then no, won't even own the masters to it because that's just what the artist wanted to work with. That's not what the label wanted to release the track for you. You know what yeah. I mean? So my big thing is I don't want to force anything. Mm-hmm. And so I, you know, I'm working with Steve LaBelle right now. Steve LaBelle is like super plugged, and you know he knows strange music, Travis Oakland, and all that. And, mm-hmm. And it's just something I want to happen organically. Everything yeah, yeah, I got a lot of things happening behind the scenes, and the artists I'm working with that's gonna fuck the town up, and it all happened organically. You know what I mean? So it wasn't nothing I forced or had to come out of pocket crazy for. I own all the rights to the music. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just way better. So when it drops and does numbers, cool. I'll actually have real you money, know? and it won't be faking the funk. You know what I mean? So there's money coming yeah. in your pocket. Yeah. Yeah. Word. Word. Hey, uh, shout out to uh, Skinny Skinny Chip. Yeah, yes. shout yeah. out to my dude. Yeah. Man. He, How did that uh, collaboration happen for the project? It's crazy because so Trill sent me that beat, and I'm like, oh, this shit crazy. And I, I've been talking to Skinny. We, you know, we've been talking for years about working with each other. And just, you know, that's another thing. I, I don't be forced. I don't take a, a lot of things. I don't, I don't know how many Wichita rappers y'all know, but motherfuckers be in their feelings out here. And so, like, if you don't hop right on they shit right when they message you or something, oh, we beefing. And so, yeah, and one thing with me and Skinny, we've been knowing each other, and we've been, every time we see each other, oh, we're going to work. And we just never did. Mm-hmm. Wasn't no bad blood or nothing like that. Yeah, yeah, just all the time. Yeah, and so when I heard that beat, I was like, oh, this sounds perfect for Skinny. But originally I had, in my head, I was hearing, like, something for a bitch, you feel me? Like, yeah. Like some, like, you know cakey type shit and yeah. I sent it to him he's like nah that's a get money song and we need to talk about get money so the rest yeah, is history that's right, you know I mean? yeah. that's right. That's yeah. Right. and it came out dope as fuck man. Yeah. He, he hella hard yeah, yeah that's uh, a good collab what was your mindset uh, working on this new project uh, man it's crazy because this project I don't I've recorded these songs literally all over the United States. Like, I mean, we, a couple of songs was recorded in the Bay, um, a couple in LA, a few in Baltimore. I uh, think one was recorded in, uh, obviously, Den- we did a lot of it in Denver, mm-hmm. here in Wichita, uh, Miami, you know what I mean? It's just, we was literally all over the map, and it was like, I, I, I'm just in a different zone right now. Like, I really... I feel like I'm in my fucking bag, bro. Yeah, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I'm not even trying to sound... I'm not even trying to sound like conceited or arrogant, but I'm becoming more conceited and arrogant, but I'm humble as well. Like, I I, I know where I came from, bro. I, I'm not... 
I'll fuck with y'all. Y'all don't even know y'all. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, you just hit me up cup. talking about, hey man, I respect the grind. Let's do something, man. I don't on even know. Instagram. On Instagram. Thank you. Where'd he hit me at? Everyone else hit me on Facebook. Just make an Instagram and message me. You know what I mean? And so just because you were showing me love, that should, that should show y'all like I'm humble. Like, even mm. though I'm in my bag right now, shit, nigga, let's work. Let's, you know what I mean? I'm gonna fuck with y'all. Y'all fuck with me, man. Like I just, but right now, that like real shit. I feel like when I'm things in my are bed, rolling, no, things are happening you, for you, you gotta grow. You gotta go with that shit. Real shit. And shit. I'm just like, right now, I'm Keep just working with. A, yeah, I'm working with a mean team with Se Trill, you know, Global Hustle, mm-hmm. Steve Labelle, Scott Storch. So, I mean, mm-hmm. how can I go wrong right now? Yeah. You know what I mean? Who, Scott Storch who, on this motherfucking nigga got the shit in his hands right now. Who's all on the team right now? So I mean that's that's, named, that's the, yeah that's the core team that's right it. there yeah yeah that's, that's real. I mean we obviously you know um, Steve LaBelle he's behind Bone Thugs and Harmony success and Nipsey Hussle success so you know all these artists that and countless others I, I mean I'm only stopping it too if mm-hmm. if you Google Steve LaBelle you're gonna be like oh damn this nigga's had his hand in everyone I mean Big Pun Fat Joe I mean yeah, he's Sky Storch is you know I mean so many people like. He, I mean, he, he knows everyone in hip-hop. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, in that aspect, I feel like, shit, how can I not, you know, be in my bag with him behind me? So, I mean, you know, we, we got we got some shit cooking up, man. Like, it, it, it's going it's going beautiful. And with Trill, too, like, a lot of niggas sleep on... I, they ain't sleep on Trill, but they sleep on Trill, yeah. <laughs> you know? And so, I was able to put Trill in a winning position. And, like, tr- the Trill that... The world's about to know in a year or two. It's about to blow everyone's minds because he is a... I don't, have you seen him cook up? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because if someone's watching this and hasn't seen SC Trill cook up, I might just be sounding like a groupie or a well, fan. We, but we nah, did the, the, we did cook, the episode bro. with him. We went up to Paulie's, and he said, there, oh, okay. was like, let me show y'all what I do real quick. Yeah. And he made cook. a beat, cooked it, and then he said, watch this. Flipped it and made a whole nother beat out of it. That's what he do. Cold. And it was hard. Yo, and so the people that we put him in front of, I mean, you know, we took him to Atlanta. He was in the uh, Patchwork mm-hmm. Studio with Drummer Boy. Yeah. Shine. I mean, we Shine, just went, yeah. I just had, we opened for Joiner in Atlanta. The first day we out there, uh, Drummer hit Trill up. Hey, man, come kick it. He go to the studio. It's Drummer Boy, Honorable C Note, uh, other producers. Mm-hmm. They in there just cooking. You know what I mean? This is the relation. This is how dope he is, bro. Like, he's so dope that these Grammy Award-winning producers notice how dope he is. He I mean, Scott Storch gave, gave him props. Drummer Boy. Like, he's getting co-signs from the producers in the industry. You know, pretty soon he's going to be working with uh, Murder Beast. We're going to be setting that up. Like, the shit, the shit is going to be insane because he got the cook-up. Yeah. The cook-up sets him apart from so many producers because there's a certain... Vibe you have to have to be in the studio with artists that are dope and catch their attention and catch the vibe and keep the vibe, get the beat done quick, send it to the engineer while the vibe's still going. That's a process. Yeah, that's a fact. But you gotta be able to do it quick. Trill do it under thirty minutes every time. I mean, he will crank beat. We was just in Atlanta after the show. The next day we go in the studio. We cranking shit out. You know what I mean? I mean, this I can't keep up with him. He don't stop. Yeah, I mean, so like. Just watch Trill. Yeah. You fuck around and get bigger than me, quicker than me. 
I've been trimmed it all 2018. Mm. But I used to, what I used to do is I used to uh, get the, the size trimmed down and I would just have the length so it'd be short. But nah, man, I'm just, don't touch, I don't touch my shit, line my shit up, don't mm. touch it. Just let it go dumb. But I mean, you said, well, when you mix, that, you got some white in you? Yeah, I got a, like a quarter. Oh, so you ain't got enough white in you to do that. <laughs> 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 you need a little more Caucasian in you to get this kind of beard, I think. Yeah, that's my mom, Yo, that's the first time I've ever been told you need some more white in you. <laughs> you ain't white enough. Hey. Hey. It's like 1920. Oh, oh, right oh, shit. <laughs> hey, that's oh, a quote of the day right there. Real yeah. mm. <laughs> oh, shit. Yo, so are there any artists in the city that you're a fan of? Yeah, yeah, I, I'm, uh, I, I feel like the pioneers, you know, the ones I always gonna respect. And once I'm in a winning position, I feel like, I feel like I can really be a, a pioneer in Kansas to where like once I start winning, I can come back and make all these artists win and put them all in winning position. Like your YBM Smooth, your Lucid, Lucid, yeah. bro. Mm -hmm. He just that dropped, crazy. dropped today. Oh, that shit's crazy. crazy. That shit's crazy. Bro, Lucid is insane. He's oh Damian Styles. He got XV out out to do some shit. Bro, yeah. get on that uh, so Luce, we brought XV back. Lucid's crazy, bro. Yeah, he brought he's, XV back. I don't know if y'all seen him in the studio, but he's another one. Like, there's just some artists that not yet, but we gonna line that up. There's just some artists that I feel like is trapped in can like trapped in the walls of Kansas and I was one of those. I had to move to Denver. That's where I currently live. We moving to LA in July the end of July. But we we've been doing all our work out of LA. I just live by a air cheap airport. You know, Denver got the cheap airport. Yeah. But um Damn. me moving to Denver, like before I moved to Denver, my way of thinking was completely different, bro. The way I thought about money, the way I thought about life, the way I thought about my future, the way I thought about raising my daughter, the way I thought about literally everything. Living in Kansas because I only knew Kansas. It was completely different. And I, I got my bread right and I took a huge chance, bro. Like, I had no one but my manager that lived in Denver. And I said, fucking move my whole squad out there. Boom. And it was the best thing that ever. Because what that did is it showed me, damn, I can live anywhere. Because the reason I chose Denver is because it was so close to Kansas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was like, well... My, my way of thinking was, well, it's right next door. I can always drive back to Kansas. You'd be close. But when I moved to Denver, I'm like, nigga, I can live anywhere. Yeah. Everywhere is just a flight away. Literally. Like, and so I needed that. And then also all this traveling. I'm a, I'm a brand new artist. Like, uh, anyone you have in here after this, y'all talk to them about me. If they've worked with me, they'll, they'll be able to tell you, yeah, he's evolved into a completely different artist. And I owe all that to traveling, seeing the world. You know what I mean? Getting out of Kansas. I love Kansas. I respect Kansas. And Kansas yeah. will always be home base. Yeah, yeah. When I'm on millions of dollars, I'm having me the meanest Kansas crib, nigga, out in the country. You Word. feel me? 
helicopter pad and everything. And I, you know, in Kansas. That's how much I love Kansas. But at the same time, you, you got to love it for what it is and not what you want it to be. That's yeah. real. And I feel like That's a lot real. of people from Wichita want, love it because what they want it to be, not for what it is. You know what I mean? I like that. So, I like yeah. that. I like that. So, what was uh, the tour like out there with Joyner? Bro, uh, I know that experience. You got a couple of dates with them, right? Yeah, we did five dates. We did Springfield, Lincoln, Fort Collins, L.A. 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 was amazing. In Atlanta, um, bro, it was it was the perfect tour to get on for real. Like, it's crazy. I was talking to Joiner, and um, when I first met Joiner was few years ago, I opened for, it, it was Hobson's tour. That's right. It was Hobson, and then it was Joyner Lucas and Token as the openers. It was at the Cotillion, and I was the opener, and, and we were just talking about the progression from all of us. So you have your local openers, you have your tour openers, and then you have your main act in the tour. Yeah. So I was the local opener selling tickets in my hometown. Joyner was the tour opener for Hobson, who was the main act. And so now... We've evolved. Joiner's the main act. I'm the tour mm -hmm. opener. And, you know, going to all these cities, I see, like, the old crims, you yeah, know? Yeah. Like, the niggas who's selling tickets to get on the show. And, That's, like, yeah. it's just, like, it's the small wins, bro. Like, we just, it's, it's dope. And, and then, like, <laughs> my bad. I was thinking about some other shit. <laughs> Joiner's fans, bro. These motherfuckers might be the most diehard fans I've ever. I mean, they rapping his every. He has a bro. Every word they rap, and bro, he be rapping that hella like Tech Nine. He be chopping. Yeah. And bro, they be out in the crowd rapping every word. He he do that. I'm not racist song. Everyone crying. I mean, like in there emotional. He do the suicide song. Everyone. I mean, bro, it's like really a moving and powerful performance like it, it was it's a great experience beautiful. Okay. and then and what's That's dope, dope is i gained a lot of organic fans because it's like it's so easy for me to connect with like that kind of that kind of fan base like that strange music you know what i mean like that's kind of what it is it's dope it was dope yeah. it was real dope so you said that it was you and jordan were having a conversation of how now it's kind of shifted yeah, it like was, just the it, growth. It yeah. was the growth. So, what do you think is going to take to get Krim to that next, to mm. that to that next level? This move in July. This move in July. Once I move to LA, so you guys know Holy God. Yeah, he moving with me. So we move. We live in the same house. Um, he oh, actually like sixteen thousand or some followers away from a million. He he's like buzzing right now. He, yeah. he probably hit a million in a, a week or two. That's what's up. Like the nigga is so stupid. Shout out Holy God, real Shout quick. Out Holy God, Holy God's like my brother, man. Like I said, I just met him the day after the first time I worked with Scott Storch, right? And in that short amount of time, we literally like this. Like he he loved my music. He believed in me. I believe in him. Like. We moving in together. You know, I got a kid. And good, I don't yeah. just live with anybody. Yeah. We, but, when, but when you when when you click, it, yeah, it, yeah. it happens. When and it so happens. and and the thing about Holy God, man, he's so plugged, bro. On yeah. like that's a fact. Everyone love Holy God. That's a shit. Fact. That's how we was kicking it with Hobson. Hobson was a fan of Holy God. He was at the Joiner show, and shit. Hobson kicking it with Holy God. So we kicking it with Hobson, and yeah. you know, next thing we know, that that's how we was uh, talking with Joiner. Joiner was a Holy God fan. Seen him with us. You know what I mean? So like, Holy God, the man. Everyone love Holy God. He <laughs> he, yo, that's favorite dope. celebrity, favorite celebrity. Man, that's dope. That's real. So, <laughs> ask your roommate. 
<laughs> and so, uh, no, we're going to be in L.A. And we just got a lot of power moves in, set up with Steve LaBelle, Scott Storch, and Holy God. Um, me, and, me and Scott Storch got a whole project together. We did a whole project um, completely executive produced by Scott Storch. Um, and it's in Steve LaBelle's hands. You feel me? So, I mean, we, we feeling real confident about you know, every song on a project, every song is a, a hit record. But I don't even, I, I, should, I ain't even gonna call the songs no more that hit yeah. records. And that, that, that and, 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 and how I know that hit records is because after we did, we did the music with Scott Storch before we even knew Steve LaBelle. Mm-hmm. And after we linked with Steve LaBelle, the whole reason we linked with him, he told me it was because Scott Storch called him and made show he, he, you know, fucked with us. He said, hey, y'all need to fuck with Krim. He killing it. He not signed to a major label. You know, there's a lot of money to be made. And so... That's dope. Yeah, he looked out for shout me, man. So Scott shout out Storch, Scott Storch, man. man. And Steve even told me, you know, shit, it was that second phone call to remind him, oh, yeah, I need to go listen to this. So shout out Scott for that second phone call. You feel me? That's what's up. That's but yeah, we, uh, we, we dropping the first single off the project, like, in four or five weeks. So... After that, Ho- hopefully about four or five weeks maybe two months after the move yeah we're gonna get out there we got a crazy video wait till the, <laughs> the video bro the, the for the debut single of the project crazy back to Gi- Giuseppe's and Gelato I didn't really finish up with that one we traveled all over the US and was recording it and so there was really no feel for the album it was just a whole bunch of random songs but it was like it just came together so beautifully and it really was so. They really, yeah. Together. And next thing I knew, I had this crazy project. I, I actually had. I'm sitting on a couple more projects, and so it's like I made this greatest hits project out of all three of my other ones, and took all the best songs, and was like, okay, Giuseppe's and Gelato. That's, <laughs> Giuseppe's and Gelato. I like that title too. So you said that this genre was really recorded all over the country, right? Yeah. All over what the was your favorite city to work in? Um, exclude yeah. Wichita. Yeah, well, don't exclude Wichita. Man. No, I'm, I mean, yeah, we're, I mean, I wasn't gonna get it anyways. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad the Odyssey is so there. I was so glad the Odyssey gonna get it anyway. I mean, Denver. I did a lot of it, and shout out my engineer Russ. You know, at New Wave Sound, he kills it. But my favorite uh, vibes was definitely Baltimore. Baltimore, you know, Baltimore is dope. I love recording in Baltimore. They got a dope studio, dope engineer. Um, the Bay, I mean, I just love it. I, I love, I love a dope engineer in a dope studio. Like yeah. it's, it's cool having studios at home, and I'm not knocking anyone with a home studio. And motherfuckers can be real creative in those studios too. But when I'm in a million dollar studio, <laughs> you know what I mean, like a studio worth it's hundreds of thousands of dollars, yeah. it puts this different animal in you you like hey like i deserve this i'm i'm meant to be here like this this beast and you know what i mean like it's like Talk a different shit. artist you know what i mean yeah. like the vibe is everything everything bro that's mm-hmm. that's why we'd be recording in these expensive ass studios like just in uh uh the a i mean these studios you can only do a minimum eight block and it'd be like a thousand dollars eight hundred dollars you know what i mean but you get the engineer but you ain't just paying for the sound, which the sound's going to be amazing. You're paying, you paying for, for the, the vibes. Yeah. And when you have someone like S.E. Trill, it's worth it. You ever I mean, been to Street Execs? What's that? You ever been to uh, Street Execs Studios in Atlanta? Huh, no, just Patchwork. 
that's one of them drones that has like the like the overall experience or whatever. Like sometimes it might be doing too much though, but they got the barbers, they got the shirts, oh, yeah. they got the basketball courts. Oh okay. The oh drones. damn, they, they got get all that. Up in that joint. Yeah. So yeah, patchwork bring yeah. you out the fresh baked cookies and the lemonade. We, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah yeah. We used Every to do session. that at twelve. Yo, shout out to twelve, man. <laughs> man, look, man, look, I miss Atlanta, dog. Every time I see yeah. y'all down there, dog, I get jealous. Like, Yo, Atlanta, like, dope. It's a whole different culture. And you ever met a nigga named Glenn at? Uh, Glenn at uh, Patchwork. Glenn? GT. Mm, the only GT. one I know really is Fat Profit. Okay, okay. I know Fat Profit okay. and Sage. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. But, uh, yeah, man, they, they bring them cookies out. I don't even like the cookies chocolate, but they make chocolate chip cookies and they just You don't break. like chocolate chip cookies? No, I don't like chocolate. You don't like chocolate? No, it's fucked up. I'm a big boy. I feel like I'm missing out on so much goodness, but it tastes like shit to me, literally. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like it looks like shit. Might tastes be picking like shit up on something that we don't know what the fuck it is. It's, my grandma didn't like chocolate neither, though. <laughs> like, I'm a fat boy, so shit, chocolate right up my alley. Well, ain't nothing else I don't fuck with, though. You can't find nothing else. I mean, except spicy. I can't do major spicy. You don't do spicy? No. Obviously, you can't enjoy the food like that. Yeah. Don't enjoy that shit. Well, shit. You got a move coming out in uh, July, yep. and that's when, you know, you say you feel like this phase is going to start going. Start clicking, you know, say, yeah. yeah. start clicking. What else do you have in store for 2018? 2018, so we're not sh- quite sure if it's going to be at the end of the year or the beginning of 19, but me and Holy God's actually headlining our first tour together. It's going to be the Holy Crim Tour. And that goes back to the question I asked you about yeah. before you go get into that next slide. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, that'll be my first headline tour and uh, and Holy God. So, it's going to be real beautiful. Um, Shout out to Holy God. Yeah, Holy God doing it, man. He killing it. Bro. You got to bring him out to the city. He's 17 man. years old, too. Niggas don't know that. Nah? Wow. Yeah, yeah. Motherfuckers okay. think he old because he ain't got no teeth, but. <laughs> Y'all would have thought he was like 24, 25 oh, or something. Shit. Yeah. No, man, he's 17. He's been to 18, though. Okay. Can't wait till that nigga turn 18. Yeah, he a youngster. He's really gonna buy some sticks. <laughs> like, this nigga can't even buy sticks. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, we don't ask him to do that. My, hey, hey, uh, holy mom, we don't do that. He, holy he mom. stay in the car. Stay in the car, I promise. Stay, stay in the car. Yeah. That's dope. But yeah, man, we're gonna do that. And uh, really, man, it's just, we trying to. We really trying to get Trill out there, but anyone watching this, I need someone to start a motherfucking Facebook page or whatever, something. Just get Trill to L.A., man. We got to convince this nigga to move to L.A. with us, man. Why you not trying to move? Oh, no. He got a Trill look, man. He look, got, we got to bring Trill back in and have like, this conversation. No. I know. I know they're going to be We got to no. bring Trill back. But, but, but here's the thing, man. Trill in L.A., niggas don't, niggas don't see what I see. When I, take, when, when I go with him out of state, and, and he is in front of people that seen it all. They've seen millions of dollars. They've seen Grammys. They've seen platinum plaques. And they're impressed? What's that tell you? Mm-hmm. What's that tell you when these people it's are there. impressed with Trill? It's, it's there. there. He's a GOAT, bro. He's a GOAT. He's the next Zay told me. He's the next Storch. I mean, he's, he's all that. He, so he just so, got to get out the city for he got, No, no. He come to L.A. with Krim and holy God, bro, we in there. <laughs> I think I always think there's one reason why he won't go. His kids. We just they we need to bring him with him. <laughs> Shit. We need a whole squad. If, hey, if he go and for real invest in, and just shoot shoot for it. Mm. Shit, all of it will be taken care of. We gonna. He has that talent. 
he all of that, bro. It's real, man. So, what's some of the craziest shit you've seen on tour? On tour, man, I will probably see more crazy shit just being on the road, you know, like and shit. But this tour, I think the craziest thing I've seen is how these because it'd it be uh, all ages shows, and bro, these young girls just be dressing wild like they grown. Do I need so to like the, you, so so any artist, if you going on tour, all age show, take your ass straight home, nigga. Don't be trying to do nothing stupid. <laughs> oh, you better go to the club where that I did. You take a picture, but shit, you better go to the motherfucking club. That's the crazy shit I see. I wasn't doing shit, nigga. I was leaving. All right, nigga, you I ain't nigga, got time to out. see no crazy <laughs> shit. Crib <laughs> out. <laughs> see, see y'all later. Drop. Yeah. So this what one was <laughs> this tour wasn't a see crazy shit tour. This yeah. was a oh, okay. See y'all kids later. Thanks for downloading yeah, my album. Yeah. Shit, so, but no, nah, man, they was they was all cool. I'm not hating on none of them, man. All the all the people that I met on tour were fucking amazing, bro. They they're like diehard fans, man. They comment on all my shit, downloading my shit, sending me messages of them, videos bumping my shit. So that's, that's real. That's yeah, dope. so it's dope. dope. I'm I'm getting more interaction on my shit than I've ever got. No, congrats, man. Congrats, man. Yeah. You yeah. got shit shaking right now. All the energy's good. Yeah, man. I might need to do another battle now that I got a beard. You know what I mean? But I just you don't know want what. To... And that's something I forgot to even bring <laughs> up, man. Appreciate you saying that too. I right, so so. What does it take to get that back? The battle? Well, yeah. Well, I guess it's just a beard, cause you know, cause this guy, this guy, this guy, and you gotta be white to do that <laughs> shit. <laughs> you gotta be half white though. All right. So, so, so he's been wanting to get the battle rap scene going back a little bit. Back, yeah. It's man, it's crazy because I literally just got an opportunity. I hopped in it at just the perfect time and like. When I chose the battle, was at the height of what yep. Bub Love was doing. Yeah, I want that. I was yeah. agree. Yeah. And and that how he it. presented it and have the city engaged and all that at that time it was, was the perfect timing it was for crazy. you know for and, and, and a lot yep. of people ask me, Krim, how do you, how do you get to where you are? What happened? And it's like I could tell you what I did. Yeah, okay, yeah, I went rap battle. But just because I'm telling you what I did, it's it's not gonna work for you because I capitalize on situations you know what I mean mm -hmm. so if if the bub shit didn't happen I I don't think I would have gained a fan base by going to another league and battling you know what I mean yeah. it, it was just for what that was at that moment you know so I feel like motherfuckers just gotta finesse bro finesse is important mm -hmm. but no uh, back yeah. but 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 going to back what you saying trying to get the battle back I, I don't I don't. Th this this is going to sound conceited too, but no, talk it's that like, shit. Talk that shit. Th there's no one worthy really in Wichita that's willing to battle. That's willing to battle, and, and they, people are gonna watch it and they're gonna share. Oh, I'm willing to battle. Oh, I'm willing to battle. <laughs> bro, I get messages all the time. Hey, my homie want to battle you. Oh, why ain't you still battle so and so? And it's like, okay, but for what? So we can get, well, just get two thousand views, what? my nigga. Like, let's. If we go in, do it for the culture. Yeah, niggas want to do it for the culture. Check me out. If you have a group of artists and you're like, it's kind of like they build themselves up just like a fighter because you, you've proven yourself. Mm -hmm. Wabi and Smooth, he's proven himself. No, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> See, there we go. There we okay, go. there we go. So now that'd be a good these, battle. Take these yeah. artists and you have them battle each other and, yeah. you, and you figure out who are the top ones and then they build themselves feel, up to that. I feel then like, they, yeah. 
See, I, I feel like that would be a good battle, battle. Just because, well, and here's the thing. I don't, since I've deleted my Facebook and I ain't on it, I, it really removed me from the Wichita scene. I don't know any new rappers. I don't know what events going on at Rock you Island. love on Facebook crazy. That's see, that's dope. Crazy. But you see, I don't even see the love. And, and I feel like. Real got you. Yeah. It got you moving. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know it. That's dope. But I don't I don't see it. I don't see anything that's going on. But yeah. one thing I will say is I do see Big Sam and I do see uh YBM Smooth and I do see Lucid. Those are like my mm-hmm. and Damien Styles, he's still doing his thing. You got Pete Drake's out too. Drix, I know about Drix. I just ain't seen I, I ain't seen like her moves recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I fucks with her, yeah. Um but no, those are the artists I be seeing. So I, I would say me and Smooth was a battle that never happened. You know what I mean? It, <laughs> so it was a battle that never happened. I, Man, I'll yeah. admit that. I was talking Who would win the battle? Nigga, I cooked that nigga. What do you mean? He know I cook him. And it's all love. It's all love. It's all love. It's all love. I heard he ain't got bars no more. Smooth, no, you got bored. No, he, we ain't gonna do him. He a mob wife rapper now. No, we ain't gonna do him like that. No, no, he got bored. He got bored. No, I told I told him that shit, and he told me he said that's the same thing the last guy told me to try to play me. I was like, I'm good, boss. I'm good. No, it would be a good battle because one thing about him, I'm gonna get some other ones though. Here, here's the thing with me and Smooth. I got another one. Smooth wouldn't Smooth wouldn't be all on that. Push a T research shit. We would just yeah, go not, at each not, other. Not, we yeah. would just, it would be a roast. It would just be bars. Session. Yeah. I mean, it'd be it'd be a roast. I mean, yeah. it'd be bars. So, the, I, yeah, man, that'd be a good one. I think. And, and another thing about me and Smooth, if we did it right, we could get some money out of Wichita. I think y'all you know, know. If we, with the tickets and we do it all the way right, we could do it. But I just one thing that I'm on right now is. I'm not doing nothing that ain't 100 percent right, bro. Yeah, that's because one right. thing about a battle, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm not one of them battles that, battlers that has the luxury of fucking freestyling the dopest shit, nigga. It take me a fucking month, damn near, nigga, to prepare. It's gotta, and, it's gotta be. And I'm not, I, I'm not doing no music, nigga. I'm, I'm focusing on three rounds because mm-hmm. when I, when I get in front of that camera, it's gonna be perfect. It's a whole nother. It's gonna be perfect. That, so awesome. I need to be a hundred percent prepared. You know what I mean? So. I'm not doing nothing half-assed, no, none of that. Like, you gotta be right. We, we, we making, I can actually say this right now, I'm making too much money on making real music to to stop and, and all that just to do some half-assed battle. You know what I mean? Like, and that's just real. That's not even on no hater shit. shit. You know what I mean? I know after he see this, he gonna be like, oh, we need a battle now. <laughs> we need it. You said too much. But nigga, if hey, he asked smooth. you that, smooth, if he asked you that question, smooth you gonna that say bit, you gonna cook me too, nigga. You ain't gonna sit here and say, nah, nigga, Krim gonna cook me. So, <laughs> it's all love, man. <laughs> He's like, no, don't clean it hey, up now. He hey, gonna drop a, Smooth gonna drop a picture of me in blackface tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, don't post that. Nigga, I was in Tawanda, nigga. Oh, shit. He said I was in oh, Tawanda.
We better lose my damn train of thought. Man, yeah, that's uh that'll be a good one though. Man, Bub really did have it popping. The yeah. battles was like so the, the, the three battles I did, I did, I did uh, the Joe Ray, the little beginner one, then the um uh what was the other nigga? Smooth Boss and then uh YBM Steel. But like when I did those three, it was like the prime of the battle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right mm-hmm. after the me and YBM Steel, it immediately. You know what I mean? And Free then. Steel. Oh, he locked up? From what I know, yeah. Oh, see, that's how out of the loop it's, I am, huh? Yeah. See, that's what not having a Facebook's done for me. Like, I don't know anything. Yeah. I don't know anything. That's motherfucker, it. I'll see him motherfucker. He's like, man, you see that video I dropped? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> not even about haters. Is it on Instagram? Did you drop if, I, if it's on Instagram, I've seen it, nigga. That's dope. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah. So, um, you've met a lot of people in this music industry because you've made a lot of moves. You've gone to different cities, different studios. Yeah. What do you feel is some of the best advice that you've been given in this, you know, time period that you've been going? Ooh, damn, that's a good question, man, because a lot of motherfuckers drop knowledge on me. One of the most knowledgeable people, the, the, the three top ones that's given me knowledge is Devin the Dude, Scott Storch, and Steve LaBelle. That's real. Dope. Like, these three, these three, I, and I can't even forget about Fab, bro. Like, those four, bro, they are like. Fab? Mr. Fab, Mr. Bro. man, I Mr. forgot. I completely bro, forgot all Mr. about that. My pop, we shouted him out earlier. Yeah, Mr. Fab, bro, like all three of them. Mr. Fab, Devin, Steve, and Scott, bro, they're like walking fucking game. It's just yeah. like just being in a presence and and listening to him, you gonna learn something. Like, um, you know, I, I would probably say Steve LaBelle, though, man. Steve LaBelle, he's like he's on a different level. He's like really. He's not just business smart. He's like really just life smart. You know what I mean? Yeah. He he's really dropped a lot of gems on me about just you know the whole aspect of being away from your family and you know dealing with the because that's the hardest thing, man. You know, it, it looked like all peaches and cream and all fun and creams out there living, but you know a lot of these times I'm in a hotel room, Airbnb, you know, missing my daughter. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Trying to Hundreds and thousands of miles away, bro. Like, that shit real, bro. And then, like, you get back around your kids and they're acting different. But it's because you ain't been there to be a parent. And you ain't, mm-hmm. your child isn't getting parented like you parent your child. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it's all these different aspects. And it's like, there's nothing you can do about it, really. But, you know, just go with it, man. It's like, you go through a lot of, is this what I really want to be doing? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I'm getting to that point where... It's only going to get worse. And like Steve LaBelle told me, he's like, are you ready to be gone? Are you ready for you to get a number one hit and you be gone for four years? Because he said, once that number one hit come, you gone for four years. He's like, I've seen it with everybody. Everyone get the number one hit. You got to you gotta do the U.S. tour. You got to do the overseas tour. You come back for a couple months and you're already touring again for your next album. You know what I mean? You're going to do that for four years before you're able to slow down. And then you're going to be... Uh, on a different level of celebrity, but it take four years after you get your hit record. So I mean, that's that's um, you know, Steve was like, I mean, are you ready for that? And like, that's a real question because off top, yeah, we, uh, yeah, I'm ready. It seemed like an easy answer. And then when you really think about it, it's like, damn, am I really ready? Like, yeah. you know, but yeah, fucking, I am. Fuck it. You, you shit, you going? Like, gotta be, man. Going. I'm, I'm in too deep at this point. Shit, we way too invested, man. And it's a dream come true, man. Like. 
I'm making the best music. What was the original question? I went way off board. What was the God? best advice that you? Oh, got? Okay, okay. So I guess I still stuck on it a little. That's bit. how you know the conversation. I was still good. stuck on it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, bro Steve was LaBelle. giving great advice, and he Gems. just started like getting yeah. in, like Steve Gems. LaBelle though. Yeah, yeah. But he he's dropping Shout out most Steve gyms. LaBelle. Yeah, bro. Steve LaBelle's he's amazing, bro. Okay, so. Four times you usually ask the question, so you go ahead and ask the question. Yeah, man, I thought you stole it from me for a second. I was really finna run with it, my bad. Bro, I was. <laughs> you, you see me staring at you like, nigga, what the fuck? <laughs> you better not. <laughs> nigga, this is my question. But, uh, man, look, you're moving right now, man. Global Hustle is moving right now. Um, How long have you been rapping? Um, I've been writing since the seventh, eighth grade, so that's about. 0203. I didn't rap in front of no one though, until I was about sophomore, so 16. And then I, my first studio session was when I was 18. Okay. In 08. Yeah. Okay. And then just from uh, from 08 till now, just nonstop. Um, I mean, I just always was doing music, but I, I wasn't do, taking it serious. Like, okay. You know, when you work a nine to five, or you pushing 12 hours a day. You you're not really investing much time into your dream. I mean, yeah. this is what it is. Like. Yeah, facts. And so as I started, you know, once once I started doing the battles, that's when I started taking it more serious. Okay. I was doing shit. Okay. Yeah. So all right. So just from that time period or whatnot, um, until now, like everything that you're doing now, it's like you said earlier, it's nothing but power moves now. Yeah. What's the best advice that you can give to up and coming artists who's looking for that next power move? Man, you gotta celebrate small wins. That's that's my best advice because I've seen it with so many of my peers. Like they they'll think they're nothing's happening for them and they'll be down on their career and oh I'm done fucking rapping or I'm not gonna do this <laughs> no more because they're looking at Pusha T or Drake or uh, Trippy Red or Takashi and they're like, how are they on this level? I'm, and it's because. You're not celebrating your small wins, man. Like, I'm constantly winning because, bro, everything's a, a win for me, bro. Mm -hmm. Even a loss is a lesson, bro. Yeah, you got to remember the beginning. Like, but to go deeper into your question, man, you just, like, my best advice is you got to take yourself serious. Like, you are independent. You're not signed to a major label. But you have got to make the world believe that a major label like Atlantic or Epic or fucking... Interscope is pushing you. Mm -hmm. And so if a major label was pushing you, what would it look like? I don't know, maybe some professional pictures, professional video, not the cheap videos. Like, you know, actually get a treatment for your videos. Take professional pictures, pay for some expensive studio time so your shit is quality or get yeah. a good mix and master. Like, you always want to be a better version of you. So, like, when I, for, like, example, Giuseppe's and Gelato. It's my best album yet. But it, it, my next album is going to be better than that. Sound right. quality, like, th there's no album you listen to from the nonfiction writers of Crim Della Crim to, to Giuseppe and Gelato that got worse. If you listen, nonfiction wasn't good. But the next one was a little better. It wasn't that much better. But the next one was a little better than that one, though. You know what I mean? And it just progressively got to Giuseppe's, you know what I mean? And so the next album is a Scott Storch one. And it's even crazier. Yeah. You know what I mean? My nigga it's, got a Scott Storch album. It's that level up. <laughs> right? Everything Rest, has to be Rest, a level that's up. That's very good. And, and, and so anyone that's just finding out about Krim right now, you know, it's easy to be like, oh, well, yeah, he, he doing all this because he worked with Scott, bro. I, I put it, like, 
you asking all them questions proves mm-hmm. a point. I've been doing this for so many years. Yeah. Like, bro, I mean, I was doing shows fucking in Hayesville at the little broke-down country bar. Yeah. You know what I mean? With You know what I mean? Doing, not not even getting paid ever. You know, and so, like, I've had to put in the hours. Yeah. And I never exactly. got discouraged. If, if you're exactly doing it for the right... Yeah, if you're don't expect it, money yeah. first. Yeah, bro, yeah. like, the reason I always did music is I like the music do it I for the made. love first. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. and then, you know, like, and then and, money and, will come afterwards. If you're not willing to do yeah. it for free. Yeah, more advice, so you, yeah. gotta, you gotta treat your shit like a business, too. Like, Facts. one thing that I... So, think about this, so... Wherever you work, let's say, just generally speaking, we all drive forklifts, right, mm-hmm. at a warehouse. All right. Well, right there, that shows that warehouse fucking has employees. Mm-hmm. The owner of the warehouse isn't out driving forklifts. He's not stocking. He's not doing all this. He has workers. And so whatever he's supposed to be doing, he does it effectively because he's not, he doesn't have the whole load on his shoulders. you got to build a team, bro. So when I build Global Hustle, like, Global Hustle, you know Krim and you know Trill, but we're not even the most important people in the group. Like, I have an assistant. I have, we have an accountant. We have an entertainment attorney. We have Steve LaBelle. We have, you know I mean? All these people that are working for Global Hustle are actually our employees mm-hmm. that are behind the scenes that literally, I mean, my assistant books all my flights. The heart of the situation. My, yeah, my, my, my entertainment attorney takes care of all the back-end paperwork. All the royalties I'm supposed to be collecting, all these things that you can do by yourself. But it's a lot of. But it it takes away from your artist right now. Even though you know I got you know I'm half a global hustle. I'm a CEO, but I don't play the CEO. I play the artist. So when people hit me up for features, yeah, I love to work with you. Here's my manager. I'm not talking any business with you. I want to work with everyone. Mm -hmm. If you can afford me, let's work. And that's not even no hater shit. I feel like I've earned that yeah. because I'm a different artist. Me working with Scott and working with all these other motherfuckers has taught me yeah. how to be, like, make better songs. Mm-hmm. So, like, shit. I mean, that's just, I feel like I can help someone more than I could back in the day. Yeah. So, you, you actually getting more bang for your buck now than the free crib feature they used to get. Motherfucker used to get a free crim feature, but you wasn't getting what you actually paying for now. Mm-hmm. Like, and so that's just what it is. I'm just an artist now, man, and you can I can hear it in my music. I can hear that I'm full focused on artists, and I'm not worrying about anything yeah. except making sure everything's right. Well, and and I dig yeah. it. so build a team. Man, if you got, if, if you can sum all that advice, yeah, so build, build, build a team. Sum it all up. <laughs> build, yeah, build a team. Make sure yeah. they. I mean, your team. Should know every lyric to every one of your songs. Facts. Be your biggest fan, nigga. Everywhere they go, they like. Oh man, you gotta listen to my homie. I mean, awesome groupie shit. Like no weird yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My team, bro. My team at the shows. It'll be a group of global hustle niggas in the corner rapping every word, nigga. Hype when we when we in Denver and we get a table and we popping bottles and we got the DJ dropping when they drop that crib, nigga. Our whole section going dumb. And what Word that does hard. is visual. Then the rest of the club, like, yeah, who are these who's niggas? This, yeah, well, who's exactly. this song? It must be dope because they know every word. All of it's, it's mind fucking them, bro. Your team need to be your biggest fans, bro. That's, That's a big fact. That's some great advice. That's a big fan. That's some great advice. That's some great advice. So, you've been in Colorado for a while, and then you're yeah. going to make the move to Cali. Yeah. Have you thought about stepping into the, the dispensary game mm. at all? 
Um, I mean, once I once I get that check, yeah, definitely. I'm I'm doing real estate, dispensary, all that. You know what I mean? Um, it's just something that financially I'm not ready for right now. Word. You know, because you mean? see I, the good money once it, you. It's great. It's great money. Um, once you, once you can afford. Actually, really, once I get my credit up, I mean, that's one thing. You know, I never gave a fuck about my credit, but now I'm getting my money up a little bit. It's like, fuck it, let's fix yeah. my credit. So once I get my credit up, then you can get business loans, and you're not, like, tied down to coming out of pocket a quarter million. You can fucking get a business loan and just pay it off from your profit, you know, yeah. from your business. So, yeah, yeah I'm definitely going to have dispensaries fucking... I'm gonna be like the light skin fifty cent nigga. I'm gonna have a, 50, hey. a video game. I'm fucking every every aspect, I'm fucking that day up. Now I'm having oh hey, so something Let's else I'm gonna do is uh, I got this idea. I, I ain't gonna drop too much on it right now, but uh I'm I'm finna I'm looking into dropping it starting this restaurant up here in the dub. Hey. Alright, and so just stay tuned. I know I, I hate when motherfuckers say stay tuned, but once I get my money up a little bit, it's not gonna be till like, like twenty nineteen, you know what I mean? But it's it's gonna it's gonna be lit. It's, it's gonna be yeah, so Trust so just stay process. tuned. Yeah, I'm stay with tuned. It. I'm with it. Yeah. Oh shit. But, uh, man, what shit? Yeah. Appreciate them gems, man. That was some good gems, man. Yeah, so I'm man. have to apply some of them myself. Right. Hey, I, <laughs> shit, one thing about me is I want to see everyone win, bro. I, I think a lot of people is, uh, has this misconception that there's only enough space in the industry for one or two Wichita niggas to make it or, or just no, something like that. here but like not at all bro like I, I really want everyone to win and I feel like Wichita has enough talent that's why I, was, I think I said at the beginning of this like I really feel like I can be a pioneer and like put so many people on yeah and and win and have the blueprint like one side one side you know and you still so get young. To, yeah yeah and so like I haven't, that, that'll lead me right into this. Everyone, I, I get hit up all the time, like, bro, put me on. And I like exactly what I'm saying right now. It's like, people have this misconception that I'm on right now. And I know I'm maybe more on, whatever that means, than a, m most people know, but I'm not. And I'm still trying to become a household name. You feel me? Like, I'm still trying to get there. Right now, I'm nobody. Like, if I die tomorrow, I'm not even getting a shade room post. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, let's really think about it like that. That's, like, that's if I if I die tomorrow, <laughs> like my my shame, daughter's bro. not getting like fat royalty Bad life life. insurance checks. You know, like I'm just another nigga that almost did it. You know what I mean? So that's just the real. That, that's as real as it gets. Like I'm not. So anyone that thinks like, oh, Crim's on right now, I'm not. We on the same level. You know, I might just be a couple steps up, but this motherfucking staircase got three thousand steps, nigga. I'm only on the twentieth step. You know what I mean? Yeah. You might be on the fourteenth step, but nigga, we can still slap hands, nigga. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, most definitely. So shit, you gotta keep it pushing. Yeah, just man, you just gotta keep climbing, man. As long as everyone keep climbing and celebrating their small wins, small we all gonna wins. be successful, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's and. People, when they say, you know what I'm saying, hook me up, plug me, you know what I'm saying, this, that, and third, they don't realize, like, you know what I'm saying, me liking your shit, you know what I'm saying, or me just saying, like, yo, like, you know what I'm saying, like... Yeah, me, me giving you a cosign does nothing. Yeah, like... But I have no they, platform. Yeah, they, like, they, <laughs> they, they want to jump, like, yo, let me get this, let me get that. They're, like, they don't understand it's a process. Yeah. Like, you, you literally, like, yo, I'm making this transition, like, you've seen the growth. Like, like yeah. you said, from album to album, you've seen me, like, you know what I'm saying, growth. So, 
don't think just because you know what I'm saying I've taken a couple steps ahead of you. Don't think that I can like grab you and pull you up yeah. there too. Or or that next year you're not gonna jump ahead of me ten steps. I mean like that's what it's all about. Niggas like just have to trust everyone. Yeah, everyone. Everyone's gonna have that year. Who knows when it's gonna be? Some right. some might take twenty years in that twentieth year they get it. Or some might have like a Takashi year, you know. I actually Takashi was grinding before just last year. He was in his motherfucking local scene, yeah. too. You know what I mean? Him and Trippy was doing some shit too. Yeah. yeah, for a while, but I mean, even before that, before they was making money. I mean, you got to count all that time too. They was only getting fifty views and a hundred views. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you got to count us. all that, and, and so everyone gonna have their time. You just got to stay down if you truly believe in yourself. And another thing, talent too. Talent is gonna take you a long way like you know and people can make it without talent but that's like people can win a lottery ticket too I mean yeah you <laughs> that's facts that's <laughs> you facts far between, like, but hey I ain't never heard nobody say it like that shit people can win a lottery ticket <laughs> just like they can get on man real shit but talent gonna actually talent will always win always talent I think, good business I think I've seen Gary team. V say that Gary V said it shout out Gary V shout I, out I Gary can't v, wait to work uh, link with him that's an inspiration yeah. right there. But he that said that. Jam, he, he, dropped, he said, uh, talent will always win. Always. Jam. It just might take longer or whatever, but it will always prevail. So if you're talented, just continue grinding. Man. That's real. That's well, man, Krim, yeah. I really appreciate we put, it. Damn, we put in that time on this one. I'll put in that time, man. The bro. camera died and everything. <laughs> <laughs> we did work. We did yeah, work yeah. today. We got to do it again, bro. This one was good, though. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, we can, uh, we'll do a motherfucking, uh, like, we'll do a six months, like a recap or a, yeah, you, know, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, End it's crimp now. Like, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Just catch up on all the points we talked about and shit, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. That'd be dope. That'd be dope. Well, shit, where can they find you at, bro? Where can they find you on Instagram? What's the name? Yeah, just Krim Della. Just C-R-I-M-D-E-L-A underscore. So. And y'all check out the new projects. The new projects, crazy. Spotify, Apple Music. I think it's on title. title. It's, yeah. on title. It's, it's on title. That's yeah, it's on title. Yeah, All the uh, Pandora. Pandora. Krim Della, Krim Radio. Yeah. Um, yeah, so com. We about to have the merch up there. We uh, just shout out Steve LaBelle again. He linked us with uh same merch company that does Migos, Bone Thugs, Let's E-40. Go. Ah, dope. So, dope. you know, the merch is about to be Shit, insane. Uh, the website anyway. So, yeah, I'm excited about the website being up. Everyone always hit me up, where can I get your merch? And I literally have boxes of merch. I just have nowhere to sell it. You know what I mean? And, and I'm not... And, and the website shit... It's so fucked up because you got all these people ordering and now I got to take time out of being an artist to mm-hmm. ship it. And so with the people Steve LaBelle bless us with, they literally take care of everything. They take care of all the shipping and handling. They take care of all the printing and pressing. It's like... It's Give it time. Everything's yeah. going come to come together. Yeah. So yeah, that Krim merch is going to be on the way. I can't wait to see what that shit going to look like. Bro, it's crazy. We got, we got baseball jerseys. We got motherfucking mm-hmm. long sleeves, hoodies, bandanas. These little necklaces, koozies, bro. We got it. It's inside. The works. The works, yeah. That's the baseball jersey. Fuck around and get a bobblehead, nigga. Oh, <laughs> shit. With the big ass beard. <laughs> beard. Heavy beard. <laughs> hey, with the chain. With the global hustle right? chain. Yeah. That'd be dope. That'd hey, you got to get, get, get trill one, too, with his big head. Yeah. Too. With the yeah. dress. Yeah. 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 yeah, with the Adidas bro. fit on. Oh, yeah, We're we going to have the trill merch, too. That shit coming soon. Hey, I'm telling dope, you, man. Dope, like. Dope. The the secret trill the secret weapon, bro. It's trill. not a local hustle. Hey, I, I think I think a lot of people, bro, like had opportunities with trill 
and just didn't see the vision like I see the vision. I see Trill being like the first multi-millionaire producer out of Kansas. Like, That's real. Yeah, he, he, it's coming. And he has the talent too. It's coming. He has the talent. It make everyone hit, bro. Watch, watch. Next time we in Atlanta, we be the Patchwork Studios where Gucci Mane record, right? Mm-hmm. Bro, and we've already rubbed elbows with everyone. All it's gonna take is a Gucci Man or or a, a, a Ty Dolla Sign or a, a Russ or anyone to just happen to walk through and catch Trill during a cook up for ten seconds. It's over. It's over. So he's on. It's over. Man, shout out to S. E. Trill. S. E. Trill, man. Yeah. Man, keep doing what you're doing, brother. But shit, man, we're not gonna take too much of your time. Yeah, I sure. appreciate you, bro. I really yes, appreciate sir. you coming through. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep grinding. Uh, prayers and blessings out there to you out there in California when you make that trip. Yeah, uh, yeah. Be safe on your way back. You know, what I'm saying to your home and everything like that. Uh, best sure. best wishes for you and your baby girl. Appreciate man, that. so keep doing what you're doing, bro. But yeah, yeah. this has been an episode of Point Proven, ladies and gentlemen. I go by the name of Rello. That's R E L L O. Four times the genius. Forerunner.com. Huh? And we was here with our special guest, uh huh, Crimdella. <laughs> Tell him, nigga. Ask your bitch. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> and we out. <laughs> we out. <laughs>